Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, this is our second podcast, second episode of the OC Battery. I am Gabe, and I am joined by my partner Nate Glendenning right here. Yeah, um, Nate Glendenning here. Excited to uh, get back to working on the podcast here. Yeah, it's the second one. We've already recorded one. We've gotten a little bit of feedback from the past one, and it's been great. You know, it's it's again, it was rough. It was exactly how we anticipated it to be, and. I don't know. People seem to like it so far, and I don't know. We 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 haven't gotten any sort of ridiculous amount of views or, or listens or anything like that. But we didn't we didn't anticipate that to happen, and we're kind of glad that it didn't happen because it shows that our <laughs> audience is tiny, and that it, it it's it we appreciate anybody that listens to it. You know, it's very homegrown type of audience. <laughs> yeah. You know, a few friends here, stuff like that. Yeah, it's I don't it's it's interesting, and I'm glad that people are. People are supportive and they like the idea and like what we're kind of doing, you know? So, anyways, going into what this title of this podcast kind of entails, we, 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 we're deciding to title this, this, this next one, um, Ringing Life Dry. And I think that's, that's something that a lot of people don't really focus on, you know, when they're young. And I, I think, I think they have, I, and I think if they do like try and, try and put a put put a concept around ringing life try i think now at the age of 19 20 21 years old 18 years old it's the wrong type of like fun or like type of way of thinking of ringing life try you know you you, you know what i'm saying yeah i i get what you're saying there um i don't think a lot of kids our age know exactly what they want what they want to do with their lives yet and I think this is that age where a lot of kids are just trying to figure it out as best they can um, and by doing that you know you you make mistakes along the road um, all, all of us do <laughs> but yes. uh, you know eventually you get there and you start to figure it out a little bit more and you think you start to figure it out, you know, and then life kind of just takes over, you know, and it throws you a curveball and you kind of have to adjust and handle the adversity the best that you can. But you can't. And I, 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 I know myself, I'm accustomed to this. I'll put my nose to the grindstone and won't won't come up for air, won't breathe, won't take a look back, won't 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 come up to smell the roses, you know, and it's it's in it's in my blood. It's that 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 trait is in my blood is to work hard for what I want but not take the time to enjoy where I'm at living in the moment, essentially, you know, and taking advantage of things outside of working for a job, a degree, a, a, a goal, whatever, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that's the most important thing is, you know, taking that step back and enjoying what life has to offer to you right now and uh, not diving in, so far to where you can enjoy those small little things in life anymore. And, I, and I think I think if you're not able to do that you're not really able to relate to a lot of people in a sense if if you become a robot you know and you just wake up go to work you know go to school come back home go to sleep wake up go to work come back home go to school whatever you, it, you get into a rhythm and you get into a, a, a um, like a routine that you drive yourself a little crazy you know if you if you don't take that time to enjoy little things that make you happy or enjoy little 
little uh like little serotonin bits i I, i'd say it was what they what i would consider them you 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 don't you start to you start to live a a, a, um like a miserable existence you know and like a, a like a, a sad existence a, a, you you fall in you can fall into depression and you fall into anxiety because you're stressed about things that are things that are out of your control when you have no control over them so why even stress about them in the first place you know only tackle and handle things that you can control you know because where your anxiety and your stress can take over is when you know that you didn't put everything into those things that you can control because then you are unprepared you know but if you put effort and put time and put your energy into things that you can control when crunch time does roll around, you are prepared. You know, you're not nervous because you know, in the back of your mind, well, I did everything that I could to get into this moment. You know, I did everything I could to apply for this job. And, you know, I did everything that I could to get this degree. I did everything that I could to, uh, buy this car, you know, meet this person, you know, build a relationship with that person or any sort of example. But, it's it's just things that that I think a lot of people take for granted, you know, and and people find their happiness in many different things, you know. Yeah. Um. Kind of going along with that, it's kind of interesting to uh, talk about the things that we do love, um, what we really like doing right now. Um, let's kind of jump away. From the whole baseball side of things, because uh, we'll have plenty of talks about that. Yeah, but, and, but I mean, at, at the base of it, that's how, that's where our 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 things that we relate on and things that we enjoy kind of stemmed from. You know, it stemmed from baseball, and then it it, it take a step, it took a step outside of that. You know, and it it went into it went into music, it went into movies, it went into to to different things like like different things that we enjoyed reading, different things that we enjoyed watching, you know, and even between me and Nate, excuse me, that come from fairly different backgrounds, he introduced me to things that I had never seen and I introduced him to uh, something that he's never seen and I, that actually quite happened, that happened what, two days ago? Yeah, two days ago. Well, um, well, yeah, oh, well, it finally happened two days ago, but he's been coming on. He's been coming with us for the past three years, you know. So I, I me, and my family, my brothers, we, uh, we we've been raised uh, fishing and hunting, and and really, really uh, learning what it means to hunt. And and I think I'll I'll let Nate exp- I'll I'll let Nate tell his side of the story for the past three years, and then. I mean, I guess I can explain to everybody like why we do that stuff because I feel, I feel in a, in a sense we get a bad rap. And Nate, three years ago, walking into it, I think he he had a different perspective than he than he did from two days ago. You I know, had a, it, I was very uh, intrigued about three years ago when uh, I first went hunting with you guys. Um, I was a little nervous. Didn't know what to expect because I've never been on a hunting trip before. I've I've gone fishing, um, but fishing is much different from hunting. Um, and I didn't quite understand the reason behind it. I didn't get why you guys hunted, you know, because I, I just wasn't raised around that, so... I remember going that first time and 
we, me and you actually drove up late. We had baseball practice earlier that day, remember? Yeah, that? we had baseball practice. We uh, rushed home, showered real quick. Tried to get up there before the sun got down. Got in the car and barely got up there before the sun went down, but uh, your brother already uh, shot his uh, his buck. Yeah, by that time. He was he was 12 at the he time? He was young. Yeah, he was 12 at the time. He, he was young. Um, so I didn't really get to experience anything other than... Burning probably a hole through our tent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Nate, Nate was not prepared going up to... Uh, the mountain. This kid came I, up here. I tell this kid, bring, bring a blanket, bring, bring a sleeping bag, and, and, and he brings this pink checkerboard, like plaid-looking sleeping bag that is maybe two inches thick, maybe two inches thick, and it got down to like the the, the high thirties, and <laughs> it was a. Uh... Gabe likes to explain it as I brought a My Little Pony sleeping bag <laughs> up to the mountains, and I was freezing. Um, Tried to do the best we could. We covered him in blankets, and we brought in a, like a little propane heater into our tank. And yeah, I kind of, yeah. I, I, I'll take the blame for the hole in the tent because that <laughs> we, we kind of put the heater like right by our heads, and not even realizing it, we were our heads were super close to the edge of the tent, and evidently the propane heater burnt burned a hole, a hole through the tent, <laughs> right through the tent. So that didn't help my situation. We should have just stayed in the same tent with my, my with my brothers and my it dad. It would have been a tight. It would have been in there, but oh, without a doubt, but it would have been, it would have way been a, a lot, lot better warmer. because I was freezing. <laughs> I was absolutely freezing. Not not gonna beforehand too, sitting around the fire. I'm the new guy up there, so the smoke is blowing in right in my face the whole time, and I get up and I move, and the smoke moves with me the whole time. So I was pretty miserable. Nate and uh, not and to add on to that. You guys made me eat <laughs> the heart and the liver of the deer for dinner. In addition, it, 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 in addition, it's called asaruda, and it's the heart and the liver basically uh, cooked together in this uh, in this sauce, and we put it together on some uh, corn tortillas, and we we would just crush it like that. Now, even being around hunting and 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 different styles of food my entire life raised in a raised in a in a a mexican home it eating liver is still unbelievably hard to do because it's not it's not for the faint of heart i mean it's the best way to describe what a deer liver tastes like or even an elk liver tastes like what it tastes like is it tastes like a slimy piece of rubber that it, it, that's that's essentially what it tastes You're like chewing on rubber it, that's essentially what it tastes like it tastes no flavor no it, flavor I don't really taste the flavor in it either. It's a delicacy around many different places in the world, but I don't enjoy it. But you take it away because you do your due diligence to the animal, you know. So we right. made him. We made him eat that. I, I, and I tried it. it. <laughs> so at least I tried it. I think I ended up eating some soup that night instead. Yeah, I think um, something like that. Oh, um, uh, the bundigas, bundigas. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what we had up there. Yeah, that was a lot better than the heart and the liver, which I will never eat again. Yeah. Ever. Let me prepare it for you a different way, maybe. Anyways, second year, the next year after that. <laughs> yeah, we, we head up that way. and uh, This is... This this is where... I, I spend the night at Gabe's house the night before. Was this last year? This was last year, huh? This was last year during COVID. And uh, it is a few days before Thanksgiving. And we get up at 345. 
get up to the mountains around 445 5ish mm-hmm. right around there um it's 22 degrees once it again was cold last i am year. not prepared i don't have anything hunting gear wise i had i had to borrow some gloves and these were the gloves that your fingers would stick through the ends of the gloves mm-hmm. so my fingers were not covered I remember having like four or five hand warmers in my pocket and that still didn't even do it. We get up there and Gabe just tells me, just keep your eyes out. And if you see anything, let us know. If you think you see anything, let us know. And I'm so tired. I'm working on four or five hours of sleep. And next thing you know, I'm I'm asleep on a rock. And it's probably one of the best naps I've ever taken. (laughs) On a rock, which sounds weird, but it was windy too. You remember it, that? it was it was freezing, and then I was so tired. I remember looking out, trying to see if I see any deer, and my eyes are just starting to play with me. I look up, and there's like some sticks up there, and that looks like a deer. There's a rock over there, and that looks like a deer. And we call those wood deer. Yeah, my my brain was starting to play with me because I was just so tired up there, but. uh you know, we were in one spot, didn't see anything, went down, ate some breakfast, went back up, didn't see anything, ate lunch, went back up, didn't see a single animal, and I got to leave because I have to go to work. So I leave, and as I am driving down the mountain, I'm like thinking to myself, what did I just do? <laughs> what, what did I just spend 12 hours of my day doing as I just sat there cold freezing hungry miserable and i didn't see a single animal i'm like ah. it's just so weird being up there and like not not doing anything yeah and I, i'm someone who's very go 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 i don't sit still and having to sit still and stay quiet and not be able to talk and it was weird so i was like yeah i never want to do this again <laughs> But uh, I kept an open mind, and a few days ago, I went up for uh, that third year. I'm like, okay. Third year in a row. You, you can you imagine that? This is going to be the last time, no matter what. No matter what. That, that was in my mind going in, you know. Whether I see an animal, whether they are able to shoot an animal, whether we don't see an animal, I'm never coming back again. <laughs> so I go back up there, and, you know, we, we get up there, and we find this little, like, camp spot that we're, uh, we're sitting at, and... Uh, the rest of our group uh, kind of down the the canyon a little bit, mm-hmm. um, kind of walking up, seeing if they can spook anything, get anything to pop out. And they were actually able to see, what was it, four deer in the morning? Yeah, so so they saw about 700 yards away across the canyon, way up on top of that that, that ridge, they saw those four deer, you know, the, 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 the big guy that we've been tracking for the past couple of days, and then uh, two other does and another buck, but... Um, they saw them and that wasn't, that was early in the morning. That was like nine, 10 o'clock, right? Something like that. No, a little bit earlier. No, it was earlier. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah. it was right when we got there. It was mm-hmm. like seven, eight o'clock. Um, but they see those four deer and they're like, ah, oh, deer right there. And I'm looking and I can't see a single thing. I can't see a single thing either. I'm like, what are they looking at? They, they gotta be seeing something. And I didn't see a single deer. So didn't get an opportunity to take a shot there so we uh, head back down grab some breakfast head up to a different spot and voila there they go they they spot another deer 
I'm sitting in the car trying to find this deer, and I can't, I can't see it. I had no idea what they were looking at, where this deer was. Finally, we were able to kind of pull up and turn the car around to where I could get a little bit better of a view, and Gabe was actually able to point the deer out to me. So the first time in three years, I actually saw an animal up there. I saw the ass of a doe running away. Yeah. Um, it lasted for all of maybe a minute. Yeah, that was, he, she, she, was, she was walking. She winded Adam and Noah, and uh, uh, she started taking off. And uh, you, you saw her run up that, that, that little um, gray patch right there where the, where the, where the brush had opened up. And um, that, was, that was the only deer that I had seen all, all day long up until uh, later, day, later in the afternoon when we had uh, driven, dr- uh, drove back down uh, the, the canyon and uh, went back to our original spot from, from earlier that morning, you know. Right. Um, but we stuck with it. You know, there's no leaving because you're not seeing anything. And we sat back we sat back down at that spot at what, maybe one, one thirty? We got we got back up to that spot right around two. We we went back, we took a nap in the in the car. I watched Harry Potter, I didn't even take a nap. It was so stupid. And we uh we went back up to that first spot and we're it's now four o'clock and you know, the sun's about to go down in 40, 45 minutes. Sun's spo- sun was sun sun down was forty four forty, and per California regulations, uh, you can shoot an animal thirty minutes past the sun, uh, past the time that the sun goes down. So sun goes down at four forty. Four o'clock rolls around, and then what happens? And so, you know, Gabe Gabe took a nap finally, took a nap on the the rock right there, and. Sun was beating down my face. Oh, he so he wakes warm. up and all of a sudden he's like right there, and he starts pointing, and then he he runs over to his dad and his brother and his uncle. They're about I, ten yards, and I, I'm I'm standing there right with, there, and all of them are seeing this this deer, and I'm still looking up. <laughs> same same type of deal. Same <laughs> seven hundred yards away. I wake up and I look up at the top of the ridge and I see this doe bounce her head in the in, in she's silhouetted on top of the ridge, and I see her bounce her head and then I see behind him the doe the buck that we've been tra- uh, tracking for a couple of days, and so I, I I still don't see the deer, and they're like it's coming down. Just be quiet, don't move, and I'm right there and I'm like I don't see a single thing. I'm like trying to look. I, I grab some binoculars. I can't see anything. I'm looking with the naked eye. I can't see anything. They're like, he's coming right down towards us. And uh, he just kept on coming and coming. And, you know, he got to 400 yards, then probably about like 350. And right around 300 yards, he finally got to this rock, which was a very big rock that I could see. So they were able to point that out to me and i finally saw the deer i finally i i put you i remember because that 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 big that big rock he was about 20 yards directly left nine o'clock from it and i finally was able i was like okay because we're we're all trying to be quiet because the wind's kind of not in our favor and every time that we make a move or we make a sound they they pin us right away they pin us right away they look right at us and so i'm trying to be a little bit quiet and give nate the knocks and i i give him the i I give him the, the the binoculars and then I tell him, okay, look at that big rock there. Look, 9 o'clock, maybe 20 yards off to the left, you're going to see the doe on the buck. And lo and behold, he sees the doe on the buck. I finally get to see it. And now I'm like, oh, my goodness. He's actually going to like be able to get a shot off at this animal. <laughs> and I'm right here, right next to this gun. i got to get away. 
but everyone's like, don't move, don't move. And I'm like so scared to move because I don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> so I slowly start scooting back and start Joel moving laughing my way time. back. And uh, your other brother, Joel, was behind us. He was videotaping the entire he, thing. Yeah, and he, I, I keep looking back and he's kind of laughing at me like, oh, why are you scooting back? <laughs> like, I've never been around a gun like this before. Like, I, I don't know what this is going to sound like. It, I was very nervous about how loud it was going to be. And it didn't end up being that loud, but that that uh, the buck got about 275 yards away, and mm-hmm. he took his shot, and he got it. Yeah, Noah took his first shot, and and he uh, he took he took his first shot, and he hit him kind of in, kind of uh, a little farther back, but he caught he caught one of his lungs, so he immediately he immediately made him made him uh, not immobile, but 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 gim- gimping and limping away, right? So. At that point, me and Adam and Noah, um, we're all juiced up. We're all juiced up. There's a term called buck fever, which is essentially just adrenaline. It's 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 it is an it is an adrenaline rush that you cannot describe unless you are in that position and you have that animal in the crosshairs or you're around it, you know. And I think I think that was something funny because later later during that night, Nate Nate tells me he's like, dude, he was like, you were huffing and puffing. And you weren't even the shooter. And I was like, yeah, no, I know. That's how I am. So anyways, we go up and we run. We, we have about 20 minutes left of light. So we want to make sure that we can get up there before the light goes down. So we're not trying to find him in the dark, right? Because we know we hit him and we know that he's dying, right? So we get up there and we're hauling ass. And he's still 275 yards away from me. But the, he's 275 yards away as the crow flies, which means he's 600 yards away walking distance away and so noah who's the shooter my uncle adam and myself we go up there and we put nate on the phone because for whatever reason we have reception high up in these mountains and so nate gets on the phone with my dad and my dad's kind of directing traffic he's saying hey he's 100 yards ahead of you he's 75 yards ahead of you he's walking to your left 50 yards ahead of you so at this point we can't see because the 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 hill that we're on is so steep that the vegetation is so high that noah can't see over the bush and neither can me or my uncle. So my dad's like, tell Noah get on the, to get on that boulder to his left. And Noah gets on the boulder to, to his left. And he stands up and he sees the buck and he whips around his 270 and boom, he drops him in the second shot. He gets up there and he puts another, another shot right in him so that he can end the animal's life and do, do the animal justice, you know. But And we, 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 we drag him down. We drag him down the mountain. We get him out there and... Uh, we we got him out and Nate Nate's pit Nate's right there in it and he's he's helping us drag him drag him up to the truck and we're all high five and we're all juiced up because we're all happy that it's finally over and and we take him down to the fire station to get him validated we get him down he's hanging in our he was hanging in our garage and we processed him today you know so but I, I'm I have a, a a ton of appreciation for Nate for for finally being there and seeing what it's like and what it's supposed to be like you know because it's 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 hard. It's hard for people that don't understand, you know, and I think, and and it's, and I'm very, very happy and very, very appreciative that Nate was able to come up, have an open mind and, you know, take advantage of that portion of his life that he probably won't ever, won't ever have ever again. You know, he, he, he won't ever have that opportunity again. And I think, it's a beautiful thing because in hunting, right in, in, in the practice of hunting and what we do, we don't do it to kill the animal, right? Just to, just to kill the animal. I think, I think we do it out of sustenance and we do it because it's the most direct way that you're going to be able to 
get your meat and get what your food and things that make you things that nourish you. You know, I think I think in the American diet and 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 in what everybody eats and and every aspect of what it means to eat a steak at a, at a steakhouse you you you're so detached from where you actually get your steak or where your chicken comes from or where your pork comes from or anything like that i don't think a lot of people understand that factory farming is a very real thing it's huge and it's unbelievably inhumane a lot of people label hunting as inhumane it's 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 not it's really not and it's the most just and quick death that any animal in the wild will ever face you know it's if if you as a hunter don't take that shot at that old buck who's been alive for four years who's already passed on his genes to other younger bucks right he will either die one of a couple different ways to predators right and he he will die alive to predators a very slow death and or he'll die to a disease right or he'll die to another younger stronger buck right in the in the rut in the mating season bucks generally build up their neck muscles and build up their antlers right and they fight to the death right again a very slow painful death and it's not it's not fair it's not fair to that animal you know because it's it's that is nature you know that that is what life has always been for those animals for thousands and thousands and thousands of years you know that's that's what they've known so as a hunter it's you make sure that when you take that shot with your bow, when you take that shot with your rifle, you you are taking that shot to make sure that that animal dies as quickly as possible, you know. And we 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 hunt because that's it's 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 um it's it's many things for us, you know. It's storytelling. It's it's understanding where our food comes from, you know. It's 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 it and that's the thing is that it it builds so many memories it builds so many memories because i can guarantee you you're never gonna forget where you were when noah took those shots are you no never exactly no. and and in the same breath as uh, with us we've done this for multiple years years on years on years on years and we have story after story after story after story because every time it's different you know every time it's different and it's and it's fantastic you know it is it is so unbelievably bonding and and from like even my dad's perspective he it's it's him passing on his ways and that and and that 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 way of life to me and my brothers who who hopefully will pass those on to our children you know and understand that we don't hunt to kill we don't hunt for trophy we don't hunt for any of those aspects other than to make sure that we do that animal justice you know, and we don't kill it just to kill it, as I think a lot of people assume we do as hunters. You know, it's called it's. It, I, I think it's. I think I've heard it on. I've heard it on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's the Disneyfication of hunting, where in the '40s, right, Bambi came out, and everybody watched Bambi, and it's like, oh no, when you go out and kill an animal, you're you're killing Bambi. What did the what did the what did the deer ever do to you? You know, it's, it's not a matter of what, whatever the deer did us. It's what, it's a cycle, you know, in hunting, it, it, it is a, it is a, 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 a form of conservation, right? From an, from an ecological standpoint, if there are too many deer in an area, there's not enough food, right? And there's, and there's not enough, there's not the, the breeding 
the breeding um, population is, is a little funky. Like here where, where we hunt, there's too many does in the area. That's why the bucks, don't, the bucks never really fully mature and never get, never grow old, never get big because there's so many does to go pass around. So there's no need for competition. That's why the antlers are always small up in, up in Southern California now. And, and there's just too many, there's too many animals in a certain area. You know, there's other places in the country that have, have places regulated better, but just in our certain area, they, it's not regulated as well, you know, and it's, it's just something that you need to add on to, you know, to make sure that the land is healthy and that these animals live a healthy life, you know, and, and it's all a part of it. But I mean, that's just something that me and my brothers and now Nate can share. And that's just something that a, 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 a check, a check on, on, on the life list that he, that he can check away, you know? Yeah, it, it was a, it was a cool experience. It's, it's nothing like I've ever experienced before. And, um, it really changed my perspective on, uh, hunting um so I, I i really did not like it um at the beginning and now i understand it more being able to talk to gabe and talk to his dad and his uncle who've been hunting for almost 30 years now probably even more than that probably yeah. um, but being able to understand the reasoning why and get that different perspective yeah. you know i i i enjoyed it i i had a really good time up there and even even within hunting like when when you go with it with other people you you go hunting and you go camping and in camping you listen to music and music you listen you talk about movies and documentaries and things that you've seen and i think that's something else that we all can relate on you know it's when whenever we go camping there's always a new guy that's bringing up a new music topic you know or a new artist or there's new there's a new playlist or there's new there's something new and i think that's something where nate and i Kind of bond over, yeah. Right? Kind of bond um, over, but we we have very very different music taste. Music taste, don't we? Yeah, I kind of went up there, and I remember uh, we're all kind of going around like, oh, you you play a song, everyone gets to play a song, everyone gets to play a song, and here I am picking my my eighties music, my my one hit <laughs> wonders, and everyone's looking at me like, what are you playing right now? And um, Gabe. Uh, Gives me a very hard time for my taste in music. I don't. I don't anymore. I don't yeah. anymore. Yeah, did not like my, my <laughs> 80s music uh, when we first met. I have a new I, appreciation I I, uh, for it. I've grown a tolerance and I've grown a, a, a I've grown a, yeah, just a more, more we, of a We've turned you around, you know. I a little bit. Got you, got you listening to my Hall and Oates, my Queen, U2. You, I got big you. YouTube I guy, I but, got uh, you hooked onto you onto you too. And that's Milton John, The Who. Very uh, they're just good songs. Yeah, it's like just puts me in a good mood. I understand eighties music. Yeah, see, and I am as diverse as diverse comes when it comes to music. And I love absolutely love listening to you too. I don't know why. It's just something that my dad raised me on and. I get made fun of it all the time because they're old. They're 40, 42, 43 years old, something like that. I don't know. I love the, I love their music. I love um, – I think a lot of their music is very interesting. There's a lot of biblical references in a lot of their music, and it, it's it's relatable. And um, it's uh, – I don't know. I love I love their music. I love music like them. Foo, the Foo Fighters, Coldplay. Oh, gosh. Kings of Leon. Ah. Um, <sighs> 
I don't know. There's too many to go on. But mm-hmm. I'm also in the same breath. As much as I like that music, I love Chris Stapleton. You know, I love um, <laughs> I have a buddy of mine that got me on a guy named Tyler Childers. Um, just another country artist. I'm not a, I, it took me forever. Yeah. It took me forever to get into country You're music. You're not a big country I'm guy. not a big country you, music. You, you, you've, you've come a long way. I, but... I, you know what? No, I, when I do say I'm not a big country guy, I mean, I'm, I'm not a lot. I'm not a big pop. Yeah. Pop country. rock country guy. What I mean by that is I'm not, I don't, I don't particularly like Florida Georgia line or You're Keith more of Urban. like an old school type of yeah. country. I, I just don't like, I don't like country that. I don't like rock stars that couldn't make it in rock, so they fell onto country and like to call it country. No, no, that is not country music. I don't like that. Um, like the Luke Bryans of the world and 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 Keith Urban and and, and I don't. I, and I'm I'm probably pissing off a hell of a lot of people, but no, I don't like them. I don't like them because they are fake country music. See, I they, will defend them. <laughs> Their music is good. Country music is hands down my favorite music. Um, from Morgan Wallen to Dirk Bentley, Zach Brown Band is a big time favorite of mine. Thomas Red, all those guys. I, I could I could listen to country during any time of day, whatever mood I'm in. I could just put country on, and it just you listen to music off of off of moods. Just works. Sometimes I do. Yeah, you know, I have, I have a different playlist. You know. I'm in a good mood. If I'm feeling a little bit down and need a little pick me up, you know, get some more upbeat type of tunes going. Yeah, see, I'm a little different. Like, I, I don't, I don't listen to like music off of moods. I listen to music when I'm like bored with the, with a certain playlist. I have an alternative playlist. I have, uh, like, if I'm not, if I'm bored with my alternative playlist, which is basically like a bunch of AJR and Mute Math and. Uh, oh gosh, a bunch of different artists. Um, I'll go into my reggae playlist, which is basically uh. Um, Stick Figure and uh, 311 and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Sublime, a um, bunch of different artists there. When I get done with that, I move on to my uh, my my Latin playlist, which is essentially a mix of Vicente Fernandez and and Bad Bunny and um, Elvis Crespo and it's just a, a ton of different artists. And I'll bounce back and forth, you know, because I I can't listen to to one genre over and over and over and over and over and over and over again i just i can't there's two the 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 music world and the music industry is too diverse to sit in one genre you know it is too diverse it it there it like i'm getting it i well i like i got into r&b music about two years ago about two years ago going uh, I had I had a friend at I had a friend at TV who was really into R and B music and she got me into R and B music like like the weekend and her and uh, um, Anderson Pack and and uh, other other artists like that you know and and I fell in love with it and it's just something that my my young one of my younger brothers is getting into really really good right now and um, I don't know I love that type of music I love R and B music and and. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I, it's, it's, I can't, there's, I, I listen to so many different types of music that I can't put a finger on which type of music is my favorite, you know, because I, I, I get bored too much. Yeah. Speaking of music, you know, this is a, a question I like to ask a lot of people. We're kind of coming up towards the holidays, towards Christmas time. 
when is it okay for you to start playing Christmas music? November 1st. November 1st. I got a friend. I got a friend out in Arizona. <laughs> she, I, I have a friend out in Arizona. She said. She said. Uh, she said that like November first, the very first day of November, like a a, a radio network or a radio um, station was like, hey, she said. She said ninety nine point blah 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 ninety nine point one or whatever it was. Um, they're playing. They're playing Christmas music all day through December thirty first. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I I'm I'm I I can. <laughs> Yeah, it's too early. Why is it too early? It's it's not Christmas time yet. But it totally is. No. Yes. The, the, dude, Dis, dude, when Disneyland starts their Christmas stuff, <laughs> that is when Christmas starts. You kidding me? No. No, it's it's too early. It's way too early. I I think even like the week of Thanksgiving is too early. You have to wait till after Thanksgiving. I think after Thanksgiving fair game. That's a month though. That's all you need. No. Soak it up. Let it sulk. Make, 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 like, 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 let it, let it draw itself out as much as, as best as you can, because you know that starting in the middle of January, you're gonna be like, oh, I miss it. No, <laughs> I, I think there's a, there's a good amount of time for me to celebrate and enjoy Christmas, but I, I find it crazy. I, I know people that start playing their Christmas music November first, and I look at them like, what are you doing? Ugh. I don't know, but yeah. let's see. Well, Disneyland. Disneyland? We, we bond on Disneyland. We do bond on Disneyland. You remember our first time going together? I do, actually. Uh, that was uh, the day that the Pixar Pier opened, huh? That was. That was the day. It was. This the day that... dummy had like... $500 for whatever reason in Disney gift cards and he bought my damn ticket. He bought my ticket. I don't know why he bought my ticket, but he just bought my ticket. We we pull up. I believe you drove. Did I drive? You drove mm. because I paid for parking via my pass. Um and you still had to buy a ticket, so we go up to the ticket booths and I had probably about 20 Disney gift cards in in my wallet and I go here you go and I just start handing the the lady my uh my gift cards and go gift card by gift card and next thing you know the ticket was taken care of and uh I remember walking into California Adventure and the line to get to Pixar Pier was crazy Credit coaster just opened. But didn't we get on that in like ten minutes or something like that? We ended up uh did the single rider going thing, huh? single rider. Right. Yeah, we yeah, walked yeah. pretty much right on it. And but we we have spent a lot of time together over the years at the Disneyland Resort. A lot of time. Because once you finally bought a pass, I, I've been a pass holder ever since I had to buy a ticket to get in. There there hasn't been a year that I have not been a pass holder. And I know it's called a magic key now, but it will always be a, a pass holder to me. But uh, you got your pass, and we we started going in the summer two times a week, maybe three times a week. We would, we'd stay at my grandma's house out in Orange County. And what a time. <laughs> we, we, what a time when we, you have we, nothing on even, their hands and you could be... go to Disneyland two, three times a week. You shouldn't me? <laughs> you know, we, we we would be 
chilling at you know my house, your house, buddy's house, and nine o'clock at it's, night. It's eight, eight, nine o'clock at night. Hey, want to go to Disneyland? They drive an hour there and spoiled have, and we have spoiled and have two hours in the park. Me? And, you know, just enjoy our time. But then we crash out at my grandma's and go the next day. But never, 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 ever, ever will forget that. You know, and then I, I think that's something that it's again you gotta you gotta you gotta take the time to when when you do have the time to do things like that you know you you do them you don't sit back and say oh, i don't want to do it or, oh, i don't want to blah 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 you know like no screw that you know and i think that's something that we will we, we'll kind of move into this last little little segment truly 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 taking advantage of your life you know i think when when you look at it i, I i'll I'll relate it to a couple different things. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it kind of short, but when you think about it, right, in the grand scheme of time, right, let's just hypothetically say, let's, well, this is what is theorized out there. The Big Bang happened 13.7 billion years ago, right? Earth, the Earth started to form about 4.5 billion years ago. Humans have only existed for, what, 200,000 years, right? The average life expectancy in, in America is, oh, I have it right here, it is 77.8 years, you know? That means that in your life, right, you've, you will technically take up 0.00039% of all human existence. You will take up 0.00000000, that is seven zeros, I think I said seven zeros, one seven percent of the Earth's existence, eight zeros, I don't want to say it all because it's too long, five seven percent of time's existence, and you are only expected to live 77.8 years. What? in the world are you going to do with your life right what are you going to do what 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 is how are you going to fill that time are you going to sit are you going to sit back and do absolutely nothing you know are you going to are you going to are you just going to do the methodical thing graduate high school go to college get a job retire die you know or are you going to take advantage of those times those those those, those time chunks that you have you know and do the things that you would like to do as long as you're capable to do them you know and i think i think in that there is good and there is there is bad one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite 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 quotes and that's not even a quote it's just it's a mindset and i get made of, i i get made fun of it all the freaking time back in arizona it's Jocko Willink, everybody, there, there's been a, a, a billion different people that have heard of Jocko Willink, who's a former Navy SEAL. He's, he, he says good to everything. And you tell yourself good. You know, when you have a bad day, good. Because that means tomorrow can be better. When you are going through, when you, when, when you crash your car, you know, because, or when, when you get your car crashed into, it's 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 good because you know that there is something beyond that point you know and it's it, you can take that you can take that into every different facet of your life you know when when somebody when 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 you're in the box you know this is just this is just a, a baseball pers um, perspective because that's the only thing i can truly relate it to when you're in when you're in the box and you go oh two real quick good fight off the next pitch you know and it's it's that concept where it's like where you think your life sucks good make it better you know 
do the things that you have to do to make your life not suck. You know, when, when people, when I, and I've heard so many people, to, I, I've, I've had conversations with people like, oh God, this sucks. This class sucks. You know, my life sucks. And, and I, I wish I could do better. I wish I could eat. I wish I could work out better. Blah, blah, blah. It's, I don't have the time. This just sucks. Just sucks. I tell them, shut the hell up. I tell them, shut the hell up because you want to know what sucks? Not your life. You want to know what, what, what would really, really suck? You have AIDS. You have cancer. You know, you have a rare, a rare genetic disease that makes you only live 10, 10 years, you know, you're estimated to live 10 years. That sucks. That sucks. And so the people that tell me, because I've had so many people say that sucks, that my life sucks. No, it doesn't. You're lazy. You are lazy and you don't know when, to, you don't know how to take advantage of your life. You don't know how to, you don't know how to deviate your time to say, okay, I'm going to deviate this time to family. I'm going to deviate this time to my job. I'm going to deviate this time to schooling, you know, and I think that's where where people don't take those times, you know, where they take those times and they look back and they say, man, shit, I wish I could have done that. You know, I wish, I wish I could have, I should have, blah, 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 blah. Well, instead of saying that, right, and, and, and instead of understanding and saying that 10 years later, do it in the present moment, you know, so that you don't say that to yourself, you know, I I think... One of my one of my best examples of, of doing that and just being able to s- making making sure that the stars align and saying okay screw it let's go do it is this summer I had I was out in Arizona and I had just actually been back to Arizona for about a day for uh, because I had come home for a little bit and then I went back out to finish the the fall season that I was playing for baseball and I had two friends from here in California say hey what are you doing. And this was like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. And then I said, oh, I'm doing absolutely nothing. What are you guys doing? They say, hey, come to Zion with us. And I was like, uh, when? And they're like, from Wednesday to Saturday. And I was like, uh, cool. I'll be there. And they're like, seriously? And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. Because why not? I have six days before I have to move into my apartment. I don't want to go back home to California for six days because I was just there. And I have enough money in my account to... Get up there on a tank on on two tanks of gas, come back home or eat, come back home and on another two tanks of gas and be okay, you know, be be all right. So I pack it up, I drive six, seven hours, meet them in Zion, spend three, four days in Zion, have a great freaking time, you know, and come back and move back in with my buddies in Arizona. And it's like I don't ever I will never, ever, ever, ever regret that because I was like, you know what? Heat of the moment, let's go. You know, and it's, it, it's not worth your life. Will, your life is not, is too short to not take those things, you know, not take those times, not take that time away to go spend with your family, you know, and go on that trip or do that thing or take your mom out to dinner or take your grandparents out to lunch, you know, something like that or, or, along those lines. It's, it's interesting and it's, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to think about, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to steal a quote here from you know what I got up in my room you know with kind of your baseball reference as Gabe's looking around the room to see what quote I'm going to read you know life will always throw you curves you know you just got to keep fouling them off to get the right pitch when it does come be prepared to run the bases you know and I think a lot of people miss those opportunities to take off and run and I think that is, you know, the most important thing is when you do get those opportunities, those chances to get out of your comfort zone, try something new, 
you just got to go for it. Yeah. I, I have a, I was listening. I, I'm a, I, I love listening to the Joe Rogan podcast because it's so diverse. There's so many different people on there. And one of the, one of the, one of his recent episodes, he had a guy named Cam Haynes on there. Who's a, who's a bow hunter from, from Oregon. And he's, they're talking about this, this, this concept of a sedentary lifestyle, which, which many people in America live, you know, they get up, they go to work, they come back, they eat, they go to bed, they do the same thing over and over again, you know, and he, Cam Haynes is talking to Joe Rogan and he says, what would you do with $10 million? I wouldn't even know what to do with $10 million, but, uh, more than likely I probably put most of it in savings and spread the wealth around to my family. God, you're boring. <laughs> I, 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 I really wouldn't know you're what to do. You're not helping my cause here. I really wouldn't know what to do with $10 million. That's a, a lot of money. It's the like, money that I wouldn't have. Yeah. If I was to really like go all out, like I'd probably buy myself a, a nice house, mm-hmm. maybe a new car. Yeah. Something material, right? Yeah, I'd now, probably take a trip. Exactly. Now, what if I asked you this, right? What if I gave you that $10 million, but you weren't able to wake up tomorrow? Would That's... you take the $10 million? No. Okay, so, you're, so your life is worth 10, more than $10 million. I right? think so. Okay, so that's the point. Why, you know, why try and achieve these these goals and you know put your nose put your nose down and not come up for air when your life is worth more than that is worth more than any monetary value is worth more than any material material thing right it's worth it's 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 worth values and relationships and experiences and things like that you know and it's it's not the end goal is to not retire and die you know it's to meet people and create relationships and have fun in that amount of time you know that's why i that's why again i I went out to arizona and loved it because i met people you know met people that i that i would love to be around for the rest of my life i met people that i really would not like to be around for the rest of my life you know and it's i'll never i'll never that that's just something that i'll never forget doing you know and i'll take it as a piece of me wherever i go from now on you know it's 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 i never i never regret any relationships that i create whether they're good or and or they're bad you know there's a lot of relationships being youthful you know that that end up really rough because you're emotional and you're out of whack and you don't know how to handle things you know in a in a proper way you know and after X amount of time, you wish that you could have done it better, you know, or got get get on the same page or have closure with somebody, you know, when, when that that's, but that's something in the back of your mind that that's telling you that, you know, if they really weren't meant to be a part of your life, then they really have no, they're, they're, they're not worth it. You don't owe that person anything, you know, but I think it's I think it's in my nature and I think it's in your nature as well that anybody that you come across with you want to be as helpful as friendly as kind as generous you know and as friendly loving to them as as you possibly can be 
you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's uh, where people have a lot uh, more of a hard time, like letting go of certain things, certain goals, certain people, um, because they want everything to be perfect. There's no way in the world and that anything can be perfect. There really yeah, there, isn't. There isn't. There but is I no... think there's this mindset that people have that I'm going to do everything I possibly can to make everything line up. No, that's and, not how it works. That is not how it you, works. You just, you just can't do that. It's, it's, there is no cookie cutter way to life. There really, there is not. Yeah, there's, there's, there is there's no rule book. There there's is no playbook. There's... You, are, you are going to trip and fall on your face yeah. one way or another, you know? And if you fight it, you're just going to tear yourself up and be, and be hurt even more, you know? If you embrace it and you learn to be tolerant of people, you know, understand that people don't think in the same mindset as you or don't have the same affiliations as you or don't enjoy the same things as you, you know, you don't, you don't condemn them because they are opposite of you, you know, or they, they think in a, in what you perceive to be the wrong way. You have tolerance for them, you know, because you respect what they believe in, how they, how they feel about certain things, certain people, you know, you don't, because somebody got dealt a shittier hand of cards than you in life does not make you better than that person. Because I can guarantee you if that person was dealt your hand of cards, they would take advantage of your hand of cards and they would make you look like an idiot people, you know? All right. Well, she dresses a certain way, so she must be a slut. Well, he walks around like he's all all that in a bag of chips. Well, no, he's just a normal guy who you just didn't take the time to get to know, mm -hmm. you know. And again, to, relating that back to the main topic of this, taking advantage of that like of life, bringing out life. Don't again, don't have those regrets. You know, if you want to talk to somebody, go talk to them. If you want to build a relationship with somebody, take the first step, you know, get uncomfortable, you know, so that you guys can grow, you know, and turn into something or you turn a relationship into something, a, 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 a partnership uh, with, with, with a certain person in your field or your studies or anything like that. You know, don't, don't do not sit back and say, well, I could have, I wish, I wish that, I wish that, so many people in, like, and I see it in older people, older, when I mean older people, I mean people that are like 20, 20, 20, 30 years older than us, well, I was a badass in high school, cool, you were, what are you now, no, I've been working at H&R Block for 20 years, no, no, that just sounds like a miserable existence, you know what I mean, you didn't take advantage of what you had, you know, so you now are living the life that you never wanted to live. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think we're going to have a, I think we're going to have a, a, a guest on our next podcast who kind of encompasses that, you know, he, he, uh, he was, he busted his ass throughout all of high school, you know, working his job, you know, he's, he came, COVID hit and he came down to Point Loma and he didn't like what he was doing. And he kind of, he moved away from it, you know, and now he's moving back into schooling and understanding and understanding what he was doing. And he's trying to figure it out in, in and of himself. He's another young kid who's 
a really close friend of ours and we're really excited to see what he does with his life because he's kind of just good at everything that he kind of does you know he's probably one of the hardest workers i know yeah He's got something to do. He puts his mind to it, and he gets it done. Um, Dude bought a freaking Mustang for his first car, bro. Yeah, he like, was telling us about it when he was 15 years old. And like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And next thing you know, there he is buying his car. Talk about somebody who doesn't take anything for granted, you know? He just, he, he goes out, and he does what he wants, you know? Exactly. It's 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 awesome to see, and I, I'm really excited for the next episode. Yeah, we will. You know? We will have a... Good time talking to him on our next episode coming yeah. up here. And um, I don't know. I think this was a good episode. I was really excited to record this one. Yeah. I, I enjoyed talking about everything. And I, I think we kind of hit everything that we wanted to hit. I'm trying to, what I'm trying to do is trying to like tickle people's brains, you know? Yeah. Trying to, trying to get into places that people I don't think really understand or haven't ever really thought about before, you know? And I think we're doing that fairly well. Definitely. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, well, I would say, say once again, follow our follow our Instagram at the OC Battery. Um, follow Nate at Nate Glendenning. Follow me at Gabe Sandoval twenty eight. Um, this was fun, dude. It is. Yeah. Two in the morning. We need we need to yeah. we need to kind of wrap we're, this we're, up. We're, let's wrap it up. You know, <laughs> I gotta be at the DMV in the morning, bro. <laughs> yeah. You you gotta get up early. It's late. Oh, let's man. close it out here. You know. Thank you. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. It was, yeah. It thank was you fun. for listening. You know. Um. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift from God. That's why they call it the present. <laughs> Everyone have a great day, and we will see you next time on. Oh,